Hey everybody, this episode of Talkin' Pop is powered by Poddex. Poddex are unique interview questions and episodes starting prompts in the palm of your hand. So whether you're a new podcaster or existing broadcaster looking to grow your audience or get more engagement, you're going to check out poddex.com. Make sure you use that special promo code TALKPOP, that's T-A-L-K-P-O-P, for 10% off your first order. Poddex are the hottest new tool for podcasters looking to have more meaningful conversations or Game Fighter podcast. Simply shuffle up the cards, ask a question, and let the content roll. Get yours today at poddex.com. Once again, that is poddex.com. And make sure to use the promo code TALKPOP, that's T-A-L-K-P-O-P, for 10% off your order. What up, fanboys and fangirls and non-binaries? Tradition of Talking Pop. Podcast and all things pop culture. I'm your host, the franchise course. Joining is my co-host, Biko. Hello. Okay, guys. Hope you enjoyed the Super Bowl this past weekend. Uh, it was like a nail biter. You know, I was actually going for Cincinnati over the Rams, but of course, the Rams being LA heavy favorites end up coming back and winning twenty-three to twenty. Actually, it was the most interesting Super Bowls. Actually, it was a close game Super Bowl as opposed to last year's Super Bowl. So this one was actually a full stadium versus, you know, last year they only had a limited capacity. Yes, you know, we're still dealing with COVID. And of course, today, you know, we're going to go into detail in the game itself. You want to talk about how we do every year is uh, review the Super Bowl commercials. I'll say this year was more interesting for the fact that there was more ads this year as opposed to last year. And, of course, there was movie trailers. And, of course, some trailers actually came out today as well, taking advantage of all the, you know, the hype. Of the Super Bowl. Um, there's some movie trailers. Which um, I want to get Beagle's reactions. Because he's not much of a trailers guy. But I wanted to give him his um, top reaction. While we go, also go over the Super Bowl commercials as well. But also go over the movie trailers. That are showing for like the next few months. So the first one we're going to look into. And like I said. This is going to be live reactions. So the so next one will be Jurassic World Dominion. So, there's a new Jurassic World coming Suppose this is the final one. Like, the final, final one. Because it ties, like, everyone from the Jurassic Park series and the characters from the Jurassic World series come together. Mm-hmm. So, it's like a combination of... This is, like, the, the last thing. This is what they showed at the Super Bowl. So, let me pull it up. This is Jurassic World Dominion. Let's get your reaction, Miko. I already put it up. There's Chris Pratt, of course. Oh. It looks they still make them look really cool. You tell us the voice of the guy from the first film. Yeah. Like how you wanted to bring those sort of dinosaurs and stuff. That's cool with the logo. Oh, the raptor blue. Blue, <laughs> blue the raptor. All these dinosaurs are coexisting. Look at that. So what's his name in the... For the first two films? On the first films? Oh, oh my god, look at that. Alan Grant. Oh, it looks the same. Well, he just has gray hair. 
Okay. Don't worry, Doc. Well, like, I know you're probably thinking, where's Dr. Malcolm, right? Oh, yeah, you just ruined it. You're probably wondering where Dr. Malcolm is. That's like my first thing when I saw this trailer. That's my thing. Where's Dr. Malcolm? When I saw this trailer? There he is. Come on, dude. You cannot have the original cast come back without Dr. Malcolm. Oh, shit. Oh, See, that's the conclusion. See, that's what some, those supposed to die supposed to look like with the feathers and stuff. That's supposed to be what they look like. What they think they look like. Sorry guys, there's audio for all your only listeners. <laughs> don't move, they both say don't move. <laughs> Intent. So what's your thoughts on that? Same movie. <laughs> the same movie every single time. Uh, it looks okay. I mean, they made the dinosaurs look cool, like always, so I hope people enjoy that part. Um, but it just looks like it's Chris Pratt and Bryce Dallas Howard running away again from the dinosaurs, like in every other movie. Um, and now we have the other characters back to do the same thing. Uh, but it's cool. Um, it's in 3D. Oh, yeah. Okay. That, I think that's be the only way to watch this movie to get some entertainment out of it. I don't know if being three. I mean, probably IMAX will probably be right. the best way to experience it if you yeah. want like that sound and the big picture. Yeah, wait for it to go on HBO Max. <laughs> if you don't watch it in IMAX, wait for it to stream because I think you wouldn't get the best experience out of it if you if you don't want to pay for it. Uh-huh. Um, either. You get an HBO Max, save yourself the money you paid through them to just watch in the comfort of your own home. I think it's your money is spent better in that occasion than going to the theater and giving them money to see this. Because unless it's not IMAX, because I don't know, I feel like those type of movies are good when you watch them in those type of experiences, just because mm-hmm. like the effects and shit. Not not necessarily for the plot. Um, I think that's why I like the original Jurassic Park the most, too. Just because it wasn't CG, it was mostly practical. Yeah, it was scary as fuck. The dinosaurs made everything cool. But those practical effects back then versus, you know, CGI now. Yeah. But, like, I mean, yeah, you got the advanced CGI, it can yeah, do so much, though. And if you watch in the regular movie, it's just like, I don't think it's really that different than watching it at home. It's just a little louder. Uh-huh. So I feel like with the effects and stuff, it looks cool watching it in 4K or watching it in, or watching it in IMAX. Just because of the effects. No, no. If I, as far as people are looking for a plot, I don't, I don't think you should watch this move type of movies for that. So you say like it's better to watch all the movies just to prepare. Yeah, because like for the, this. The, the fucking thrill of it's gone after the nineties. It was kind of gone. So now they're just doing a whole like let's make the effects look cool now that we have the technology for it, mm-hmm. um, and then we'll throw a very likable guy. And basically all this stuff, for the most part, is pretty likable on screen. 
I don't know on the outside, but the inside on the screen, he's pretty likable. He's an easy character to get into. It's just a dude running around, I guess, taming dinosaurs. You, you couldn't have cast somebody any better than Chris, Chris Pratt, Pratt doing that. Yeah, um, like a Matt Damon would be weird. <laughs> I think he's would be way too weird for this role. Uh, you, I, I can't even think of another like like Seth Rogen would be weird. Make turn him into an action star would be weird. Ryan Gosling would be too weird for this movie. Like Chris Pratt's perfect for because he's like, oh, he can do the action movie and he can be give you some sly comedic chops on the side, right? Yeah. So like, easy stuff to throw him into. It's like how they throw the rock in all these movies now. Where like, oh wait, let's do a movie about what's that video game Rampage? But let's just throw a rock in there. Okay, yeah, we can sell this, and they made a movie about that. So it's just like, now that they make these type of movies, I feel like that's just, it goes in that category. But yeah, I don't know. It looks cool. Yeah. It just it looks cool. Okay. Yeah. Well, you said maybe you go, you said either theater or HBO yeah, Max. Yeah, I'd say spend your money on IMAX or watch it at HBO Max or watch it at home when it comes out everything else. Don't, don't spend your money unless it's going to be for IMAX just to get the full effect of the dinosaurs and mm-hmm. shit. I think that's what the movie's for, really. Okay. All right. The second movie they actually showed during the Super Bowl was um, Doctor Strange. So we actually got to see a Marvel film um, as well. So this is Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness by Sam Raimi. 1.6 million degrees. Yeah. Man, this is the nightmare begins. Pay to the voices because apparently people have been dissecting like the the, the trailer. What I had to do. Like I said, look at this. Listen very carefully. People have been dissecting this trailer by now. All the Marvel theorists. Because okay, listen to the voices really well. You see Richard May Adams is back. What do you know about the Chavez. that voice was? What do you think that voice was? 
That's how we tell them the truth. What do you think that voice was? Was a lot of people were like dissecting the trailer. Yeah. What do you think it is? Well, they're gonna show in the movie, but I don't know. Because there were so many people like dissecting the trailer, like they were dissecting it frame by frame. But like that voice came to mind was Patrick Stewart. Oh yeah, yeah. That's Xavier. Why, that's, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Because there's all that rumors about the multiverse, and supposedly oh. there's one where somebody did a closed frame shot, possibly Mister Fantastic. Mm. But it could be said. I know a lot of people are hoping for John Krasinski to be Mister Fantastic because it's like the you know fan casting. Even he, um, oh, okay. even he, even he showed interest for it. Sure. Even he showed interest for the character. But yeah, that's one of the things. Apparently, there's like a still shot of Deadpool. I guess for the posters, a still shot of Deadpool or something. So it's like, it's like these theories. Like you see that that meme on um on Facebook about you know Tom Cruise's Iron Man, like these other verses, or supposedly a lot of the X Men. When the like the Brian Singer trilogy is coming, Brian Singer film will come make an appearance. But yeah, to me it was Patrick Stewart saying, "Fine, Professor X is going to make an appearance in MCU." Because it looks like he's captured, he's taken to this facility where, of course, he broke the rules, basically. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's Sam Raimi, you know, he's taken on this role to direct the film, so it's cool. It's almost like a almost like a thriller. Like we don't this 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 movie, this film, the way it, it's making it seems more like a thriller. In the Marvel Universe, which you don't get a lot of those, like this dark, like thrill thing, and of course, more look into the multiverse. Right. There's more like a dark horror film, like a thriller type thing for the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And plus, we get another, you know, our MCU debut for our hero, America Chavez, makes her prepares her MCU debut. Who in the comics you can jump dimensions as well. So that's gonna be interesting how this plays out. And, of course, we get to see, you know, Wanda back. Because, supposedly, we watch WandaVision kind of leads into this, basically. So, like, for people who got to watch WandaVision, to see the lead to this. Because that's who Strange seeks out for help is Wanda. Mm. But she was able to make that. If you ever saw WandaVision, no spoiler alert, she made this whole universe thing, like, in this town. Right. I'm using, like, a complicated, like, spell. Like a hex. But, like I said, if you watch WandaVision... You get to go understand what the Doctor Strange, because all the multiverse got mentioned in Far From Home and then No Way Home. That's where more right bringing these characters from other dimensions. As you can see, there's already a breakdown already. Like someone already did a breakdown the day <laughs> the trailer was released. So let me go ahead and pull the third trailer. Which I think it was the Batman. I don't know if there's a new Batman trailer too as well. Oh wait, that, that was not the new Batman trailer. I mean, they were, didn't they play the Batman trailer? Yeah, I think this is the latest one. <laughs> yeah, I think this is the latest one. This is seven days ago. Yeah, this is the latest um, trailer. I think they replayed it for the Super Bowl, but this is the latest one. Of course, we're gonna do a Facebook ad with these ads. So, what do you think that, like, before we hit into the Batman trailer, what do you think of Doctor Strange? Um, the effects are cool, like always for that movie. Um, looks like it's gonna get pretty crazy. So, I think this is the latest Batman trailer. Uh, I think they just replayed it for the Super Bowl. Mm. 
city. Your family has a history of philanthropy, but as far as I can tell, you're not doing anything. That's a penguin dude, that's just... The Riddler? The Riddler? Yeah, Penguin and Riddler, dude. Penguin and Riddler, dude. Yeah. Most unlikely team. Kitties! Zoe Kravitz and Sky Woman with Zoe Kravitz. Andy Serkis is Alfred, dude. That's a, like a, a cast. Was in there, it's like the rhythm of Kayla. He's like more, I don't know, this road's kind of more dark. How do you know? Except for Delaney. Why are you under there? What are you hiding? Something else. Something else. Don't worry, honey. I got nine of them. It can be cruel, poetic, or blind. But when it's denied, it's your violence you may find. Fourth, so only thing to Batman, dude. So that was the latest Batman trailer. That was like the number three. So what do you think? Yeah, uh, yeah, I remember. This is like the third time seeing it because I think they showed it when it's the boys the other night. Um, but yeah, I mean, looks okay. <clears throat> I think they, I like that they show more about the bad guys this time around. Um, so I'm excited to see how it plays out. Um, I'm always excited to see another Batman movie, but I know this one's getting a lot of criticism. But uh, I'm, I'm looking to, I'm hoping for the best. I think it's going to be all right. Um, I'm glad they're using the Riddler for, again as a bad guy, more or less, and the Penguin kind of making another appearance. I'm interested to see how these guys that fit those roles play it out. And, um, I guess hopefully Robert Pattinson doing a good job as Batman too. I mean, it looks interesting, man. Kind of like how they took the regular Venus whimsical, you know, character and taking him dark and stuff. Like, make him almost like the central. Even though Confer will be in there as the Penguin, it's interesting to see how the Joker kind of takes more like the center stage. Mm-hmm. Well, based, you know, my thoughts, you know, come from the trailer. So, I mean, the Riddler's always been an interesting Batman villain, you know. I mean, even the Batman animated series as well. Even, you know, he was comical in the, the Batman series with Adam West. Played by Frank Gorshin, and of course, um, you had the one in the animated series as well. And you take on that Riddler, and of course, Jim Carrey tried to put his own spin in Batman Forever. Mm-hmm. Um, but this one's like more like a dark, you know, Riddler, basically. 
and how he plays with the mind and with these riddles and just try to get under between skin basically. But of course you got Penguin as well, dude. And he's got looks like he's got an ally in Selena Kyle. Looks like Catwoman's become more like an ally. Pretty much. In this one, so I can't wait to see it. Like March 4th is when it's coming to Kyle. And I know Lil C's been doing that whole back calzone thing, pizza thing. <laughs> it's a promotion for it. So it's like literally a calzone pizza <laughs> shaped like the bat, <laughs> basically. So so you see, and then Sonic came out with a... Basically, they did a 44-second big game spot. So they just show, like, some more finished scenes. So here's this one. It's only, like, 44 seconds. They just did it for the big game. It all comes down to heads. It's just a TV spot. Look at this. See what we did there? The showdown begins. It's just a little... short sucking. It was no match for me. Yeah, right. Oh, great, the Winter Soldier. The Winter Soldier. It is my destiny to destroy you. Work smarter, not harder. Eggman robot. That wasn't too bad. Sonic the Hedgehog 2, April 8th. A few seconds, but yeah, they're little spots as well. Yeah, they made all that money. For 15 seconds? Well, here's the one that's been talked about today. So they just dropped today for HBO Max. Here it is. It's coming out on Disney Plus, March 20, uh, May 20th. But look at this. They did it as more like a... Hollywood story. Rescue Rangers. It is like a TV show, basically. Look at it. Combination like CG, like animation, live action. Uh, On oh, the clothes. Ah! That's so real. Who are you? Are you talking to us? Obviously. But it looks like you're talking to that window. It actually looks like I'm looking right at you. Okay. Look at my eyes. Look at right at your eyes. Yeah. <laughs> so what do you think of that? <laughs> What's your thoughts, man? Eh, I, I guess it's at least they're meta about what they're doing. 
with their stuff. You see, it's not like a reboot. It's just like yeah, like a continuation. Uh, like I like the fact that they say, "Oh, it's not like you know the Rescuers was a TV show. There were actors on a TV show in the nineties. Right. I like how they had Roger Rabbit there, DJ like Cool Cat from the commercial from the music video, Paula Abdul. So it was like I like the fact they took that concept of being like a meta, being it was just a nineties show they did, and it's like to many more seasons. It goes like thirty years later. I kind of like how they addressed the whole. You look different. Yeah, I had the CGI surgery yeah. procedure. It's like. And I like how they, you know, they, you get, like, the whole animation live action. So it's kind of like a tribute to, like, Roger Rabbit or Mary Poppins or Bed, bed Knobs and Broomsticks. Like, all those, like, films that blended, like, animation live action. Mm-hmm. And you got John Mulaney and Andy Samberg. So it's the most, like... Yeah, I mean, I, I like John Mulaney playing one of the Rangers. I don't... I don't know about anything. He's hilarious in Brooklyn Nine-Nine, though. I like him a little bit. Yeah, and you can, yeah, it's fine. I, but, like, I just... This is a different character. This is a character that, like... Well, I just don't... I, mean, I never thought I'd see him play a Chippendale Rescue Ranger. Character. But I'm funny. I like that Disney's letting them do this. Like, Disney's letting them make this, like, meta-type film. Yeah, is... I mean, it looks fun. It looks fun. I think it'd be good. I'm glad they're putting it just on their platform instead of... The theater, uh, just because I think it'll be better to get the nostalgia of people in there. Uh, mainly, like hope. Mainly, uh, I would I would hope it'd be people that grew up in our demographic of age, and then maybe a little bit. I mean, then. like a lot of people who did like Disney movies. And this was like Disney that. Afternoon. That used to be like like in an early like late eighties, early nineties yeah. when they used to have these cartoons on there. Because you had Tailspin, Rescue Just Darkwing Duck. Um, Bonkers, um, DuckTales was one of them, Quack Pack, um, Mighty Ducks was Saturdays, but, um, it was that. When I looked at this trailer, when, and then they showed the post saying, it's not a reboot, it's a comeback. That's why I did like that. It's not a reboot, it's like a continuation, but I like for a fact, like I said, they took the whole thing, like, it's not just an animation, it was a TV show. But it's good cool. You see Gadget, Monterey Jack. I kind of like that <laughs> Monterey Jack is suffering from the addicted to cheese and stuff. So it's kind of like, you know, like I said, this is like letting like these guys like put their own spin on the characters. And that the voices they use on the TV show is not like, you know, this is the voices of Chip and Dale when they're off screen, basically. Not their high pitch voices. Don't use that on the show. Mm-hmm. Which I did like. So it's kind of like... You know, we get to hear them, like, hear John Lee, hear Andy Samberg. So, it's going to be interesting to see. And it's, it's going to come on HBO, um, Disney Plus. So, I'm looking forward to it. And, I, like I said, I saw the posters. Like, it's not a comeback. It's not a reboot to come back. So, I mean, it was talked about. At first, I thought it was going to be a series. But it's like, oh, no, it's a film. I'm like, I think it's, oh, they're going to reboot it. But after seeing this trailer, I saw earlier today, I just wanted to get your reaction. I think it's actually a good step in the direction. I like how they say, how they actually show up saying, doesn't need a reboot. <laughs> and, of course, it's Lonely Island. I mean, come on. <laughs> they got the Lonely Island crew on there, so it's kind of like, that's kind of cool, too. So, I'm looking forward to seeing it. So, definitely check out Rescue Rangers when it comes out on Disney Plus May 20th. Also, check out, you know, if you grew up in the 90s, definitely check out the cartoon. I believe it. the cartoon is on HBO on Disney Plus, so you can actually check out most of the Disney Afternoon block on there. Um, That's it for movie trailers that I've seen. Well, that one just came out today. The Rescue Angels came out today, but I just wanted to show that one because that's like the latest one. Um, well, now let's go to the thing that we always do like every year is go over the commercials. Um, 
which to me there's a there were a lot of commercials this year. Lots some commercials to feature celebrities, but also some like the car commercials were like the first time that all the commercials for the cars were like first time auto electric. Like all these big like car companies were showing their electric models, which was totally different. Like you had B and W calling showing theirs. You had Polestar's on the new company. Then you got um, G- GM doing theirs. Um, was it Nissan? So let me go ahead and pull out the top commercials so I can get them all. We'll just go through and then just let me know. And then we'll talk about the halftime show too because you love music. <laughs> so let me go ahead and pull it up. Got top funniest. Okay. Okay, watch all the videos. Okay, here we go. Alright, so I guess these are the top ones, what they deem are the top Super Bowl ads. So let's see if you agree with their list. Commercials are the best part of the Super Bowl, and we just found every single leaked commercial for this year. I'm getting a dad strength. I just know it. Are you going to have a dad strength? When I'm today. Look at this one. How do you think I gave birth to you and your big head? It's by the TPS, I guess. It's that time of year again, football fans. Super Bowl 56 is here. Let's wait to this video. It's by TPS. Post an ad. Oh, he's a leaked. Okay. He's just leaked them. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Top funniest. Uh, top top ten with the best celebrities. I think that's the most of the ones I showed. Here we go. Here's the top ten. This is what they. Oh, yeah. Paul Rudd, Seth Rogen's Lace commercial. He looks good though, Seth looks like skinny as hell. It's like an extended one.
Uh-huh. It was a Doritos commercial? I think it's a Bud Light Seltzer commercial. It's funny, it's just a regular Bud Light seltzer. Like, I noticed that too, like, people were advertising the seltzers. It wasn't, like, much beer, too. Yeah. It was mostly, like, seltzer commercials. Guy Fury. <laughs> <laughs> the president of the Flavor Town is New Flavor Town. Hard soda? Bud Light seltzer, hard soda now? That's scary. <laughs> huh. A lot of flavors I've ever fishing? What the fudge? Level, huh? yep. <laughs> There's like two seconds. One is a beard, one is a mustache. I know. It's way faster internet. Oh, it's an internet. AT&T Fiber. That was pretty good. That was an ad for an ad. Yeah. Sorry guys, this is, like, this is what happens when we watch on YouTube. You're trying to watch ads, and they got ads coming out on YouTube! <laughs> That's AT&T Fiber's commercial. May 20, 2012, Seth T was struck by lightning. What the fuck? Oh, I think this is one of the electric uh, vehicle ads. I think it's like one of the electric vehicle ads they show this year. <laughs> There's an angry face in the wallet. Oh, Wallbox. Doing my part for the environment. That's why it's time for me to move forward. Thanks to Wallbox. The safe and smart way to charge a car. Oh, it was like a Wallbox ad for the, the car chargers. June 4th. Oh, it's the ClickUp commercial. Is that the latest copy? John, I asked you to keep track of the newest. Where is it? I swear, it's just here. John, you can't watch this, John. Oh, the painting. Oh, like a sign of the Declaration of Independence. Oh, yeah. Thomas Jefferson. <laughs> the Declaration of Independence on the computer. John's there, yeah. Oh, I'm supposed to be Washington. <laughs> 
Oh, click up. You just click. <laughs> oh, your dock's all in place. That's not bad. It's like a. Yeah, it was like crypto commercials too. It was so easy. Oh yeah, the Carvana ad, dude. That was like so mad. She kept going. That's why she keeps talking. It's like a long story. Oh, I think this is the Cheetos commercial, dude. Oh, yeah. Uh, actually, it was a good commercial. I actually like this one. Yeah, it's pretty funny. The sloth, dude. Come on, the sloth. See <laughs> <laughs> all animals eating it. This actually was a smart commercial by Cheetos, I feel like. And this long comes so fast. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, look at this commercial. It's a Nissan Electric but with Eugene Levy. Okay, Eugene Levy. Uh, this is called stuff from. Oh, Shit's Creek. Yeah. So I just kind of use those characters. Is that Eugene Levy? <laughs> Batista. The Niagara. <laughs> is that Eugene Levy? <laughs> the egg's like a getaway driver. Nissan Electric. Oh yeah, the Verizon commercial with Jim Carrey. You Verizon's role is Katie the Cable Guy. Check. 
cable guy. The Ryzen. Yeah, we'll go with this again. Let's see if there's any different ones. So, what do you think of the commercials this year, dude, overall? Like, uh, what was the ones that you deemed that were, like, the best ones out of all the ones you saw this year? Well, that one, this show, this show right now, again. Uh, the Snoop Dogg and Martha Stewart one, I think, is my favorite. It's hilarious. I know, I think it's just funny, them having different ways and using the slide puns, or using a lighter. Um, I think that was pretty good, and the slots in the Doritos commercial, I think it was the most entertaining. Just because they use that. Oh, look at this. Jerron Mayo. Oh, this is the Jerron Mayo. Pete Davidson, Jerron Mayo, and the Hellman's. That's his real name, Jerron Mayo, but he's technically. Dude. Oh my god. You can make potato salad. Grandma. Don't throw away that spinach. Oh yeah, Pete Davidson. Very hittable. <laughs> oh, look at this one. This is the Arnold Schwarzenegger Samuel Hayek one for BMW Electric. It's a big Pegasus. Oh, jeez. We'll see about that. Everything out there, baby. Oh, the power coming. That's the BMW, like, electric one. Oh, looks okay. That's said, there was like more electric car commercials. Like that's what it was. Like it was like the GM one, Nissan. Then there's a Nissan with Eugene Levy, Dave Bautista, Bray Larson. So I mean, yeah, and that wasn't it. Besides the hard soda, there wasn't any beer commercials, which was a big difference than last year. It was like I don't know. This is like the more conscious type of commercials this year. As opposed to last year, I think, I mean, T-Mobile had the Zach, Afro, um, Zach Brath and Donald Faze on commercial with T-Mobile advertising their home internet. So you got to see the little Scrubs reunion. Oh, yeah, that one too. That was okay. Like I said, you know, overall, it's like the ads were like, they were like more like, we're going to show electric cars, you know, we're going to promote electric cars. We're going to promote like, you know, soda. Hard soda. Like, not beer or anything like that. So it's like... So it, it was interesting. The same as at least this year compared to last year. So, I wonder if there's any other commercials here before we talk about... Oh yeah, this is the avocados from Mexico ad. Didn't you get eaten by that lion? It's like a toad outside the... Roman Coliseum, dude. Like, that's all getting outside Roman Coliseum. This is officially the worst tailgate I've ever been to. <laughs> that's all getting outside Roman Coliseum. <laughs> they break the tables with the Bills fans. Peter, when they come to town, they're going to 
tough. We drove for three months with our kids in an ox cart. Just to watch three months. Yeah, we made great time. Hard, not, knock it off. We came to see Maximus get fed to the wolves live in person. You guys have wolves? Oh, we got a lot of animals this year. We got a lion. Uh, we have a viper. Oh, and the panda. Oh, he's so cute, uh, but hungry. Doesn't matter. We're gonna kick your. I'm sorry. What are you doing? Adding avocados from Mexico. They're always good. Want some? Let's kick this party up a notch. Here we go. <laughs> you know, they also taste great on salads. Yeah, Caesar, we get it. I love <laughs> salads. Let's go, Caesar, we get it. Nervous. <laughs> That's funny because today, if you guys are doing low, there's a import ban on the avocados right now because of a. Uh, I guess the health inspector in the U.S., respect to one of the factories down in Michoacan uh, Micho right now, receive a death threat. So they're putting a banned stop on avocados right now, like a temporary stop. Because I don't know, it's from the cartel, they're still investigating that as well. But you can tell that's one of the things they sell, is like avocados. So they're like avocados are made for dip and stuff and other things. Maybe avocados may always have these ads, but those are like the ads that's like a conglomerate of all the farmers. Of course. And the Seth Rogen and uh, Paul Rudd commercials not bad either. I kind of like finding he was for Lays. That was a good commercial too. Seeing Paul Rudd and Seth Rogen together. But Seth Rogen looks good, man. He lost weight. Oh, yeah. Dude. <laughs> oh, yeah. This one. Look at this one. The Planet's commercial. Ken Jeong and Joe McHale. Oh, think about your rules. Why don't I just get you a feedback? They're called mixed nuts. You're supposed to mix them. Internet, how do you like your mixed nuts? One at a time. We're all together the right way. Son. Like anyone's gonna care. Hey, it's Ken Jones. Do you not enjoy your mixed nuts? One at a time. Oh, one at a time, we're together. Look at One at a time? Nation divided, they would mix nuts seriously. <laughs> it conveys to the Oh, Asian Selva. Look at this. Remember this comes from Amazon's advertising for booking? The most handsome man I've ever seen. <laughs> Who we are. We're good at helping you book travel. Like, amazing. Oh, yeah. Booking.com. Kind of naming. Booking.com. Booking. Yeah. Look at Squarespace and now you do. See the Squarespace. Send that as high shells seashells by the seashore. Oh, Sally, I guess Sally Seashells. Sally says Seashells, Seashells by the Seashore.
So he's like, of course there was the GM ad with that awesome powers team, like Dr. Evil and that stuff. It was the yeah, GM Electric yeah. commercial. That was okay, too. So what do you think your overall, like, you said that the Snoop Dogg and Martha Stewart one for Big was the favorite one of all of them? Yeah, that one and uh, Doritos. This one was okay, too. That was not bad. I think mine was the Seth Rogen and Paul Rudd. And I kind of agree with the, with the Doritos one, too. Yeah, that I was more into those two, mostly. That was very creative. But, I mean, overall, they were more creative this year. But like I said, the only liquor commercial was just the hard, you know, the hard... Um, it didn't seem like they were very political this year either. And there, no, like I said, it was all electric car vehicle commercials yeah, this year. Yeah, it was all like giving us things that are different. Things that are of this time period now. Okay, and then the, the last thing, I mean, when the last thing, the last time of this hour, we also want to discuss the halftime show. Which apparently one CNN commentary did not like how they didn't take a like they're saying they didn't take uh, uh, advantage of the Black Lives Matter movement. What? What does that do? What is that? I was a CNN correspondent said that that I guess Eminem did a tribute where he was on one knee, but they didn't mention Colin Kaepernick. Why would they have to mention it? That's what I'm saying. He, they said they should mention it. it was a bad. Oh my god. But overall, what do you think, though? The, I enjoyed the performance, and now it makes us, like, old now. <laughs> yeah, as much as it was cool seeing all them on stage, it was... Dr. Amazing. Dre, Mary J. Blige, Kendrick Lamar, yeah. Eminem, Snoop Dogg, and, of course, um, a su- surprise guest, 50 Cent. Yeah, that was... Yeah, it was... Uh, it was interesting to see them all on stage together. The set was cool. It was very California, very LA, so I think it was very fitting for them to get that type of performance. Um, I wish it did a little more, but overall, well, it was it was cool. Even with Fifty Cent cameo, you know, it was <laughs> it was I did not expect that at all. But uh, I I like how they kept it to like all the people that Dre mainly collaborated with on his label and not necessarily like throughout the years I would have thought they would have brought Ice Cube off or something that would have been cool if they did I'm surprised they didn't mm-hmm. um, knowing Dre and Snoop Dogg were there it's, I feel like Ice Cube was a big part of LA rap and I think they don't give him enough uh, enough respect on that but especially for it being an LA type of like halftime yeah. themed show you would think they would bring him I mean they brought Eminem as weird as that is, Eminem's not from L.A., but he worked with Dre throughout it. Like, Dre's, he owes a lot mm-hmm. to Dre for his career. So, like, it's, I get, and I get why they brought Eminem. He's a big name, you know, it's nostalgic, yeah. and they, they marketed to what to our age group. So, I think it was perfect. Like, they realized who's watching the games more or less these days. So, yeah. And then they brought they threw in Kendrick Lamar to make it a little more relevant to uh, like today's generation, like basically. Early, I guess what the mid twenties, the earlier twenties, year olds and teenagers now who are like, oh yeah, I like Kendrick. So like, I, they did a good job of getting everyone all around. Um, I like Mary J. Blige being up there too. Um, I feel like she doesn't get enough respect either, but yeah. it was cool to see her get her like chance to be on the Super Bowl stage. Um, but yeah, overall, I think it was cool. 
I think it was it was a good performance. Um, but yeah, I just wish it was a little longer and they did different. Because this more was like, topics. I mean, I mean, I think about it, like last year we had the weekend. It was just him because you know COVID. They only limited to just him. Yeah, but his felt a lot longer than this one. This one went by really quick. It's because, like I said, this year it was like more people versus last year. Yeah. Last year was a weekend. Of course, they had to find ways to stretch as much camp was just him, you know. And I like how they did, like last year with weekend, they did like a little like, you know, he was on one part of the stage. Then he went to the other part, how he was transitioning between, you know, when he was doing songs, he was transitioning. But like I said, this is like difference. And here, yeah, I mean, I wish it would have been longer, but, you know, this is a halftime show. They probably got like two extra minutes or something. Because of that. Because usually half time for a football game is like 12 minutes. So they got the extra like three minutes. Mm. So they only give like 15 minutes for the performer, of course. And they have to like get the stage set up and everything. They probably rehearsed the day before to make sure they came out right. You know, make sure there was no mistakes or anything. And I like the the setting. Like you had the, you had the, like the satellite view of LA. And then, of course, the show of love for California. And like how the whole setting is like like a house and stuff and everything. And... I enjoyed it, you know, I did his 8 Mile song, so it was kind of cool too. One of his hits, and Dr. Dre as well. So, you know, I enjoyed it. You know, they did California Love too, and they had some dog in there and everything. But, you know, honestly, it was really good because, you know, this is the first Super Bowl they ever do with a full crowd. Which is last year, it was like a limited amount of people. Because, yeah, I think we're still dealing with the pandemic. And it's like, you know, so out there. And but overall, the game was interesting. I guess here at least. At least, you know, congratulations to LA Rams. You know, they won. It was a nail biter. I was going for the underdog of Cincinnati Bengals, but the Rams won. Matthew Stafford, after being 12 years in Detroit, finally won the Super Bowl. Sean McVay, who's basically my age, was in the Super Bowl a few years ago, lost to the Patriots, but was able to get his redemption and win the Super Bowl. So, it, like I said, overall, it was an enjoyable game. The trainers were great. The commercials were wonderful. Yeah, and, like, the performance, halftime show performance was great, you know. I think right now you can actually watch the whole performance on YouTube as well. They NFL posted it on there. If you guys want to check it out, you can check out the full performance. If you did not see the performance of the Super Bowl, check it out on YouTube. You can also check out the, the Super Bowl ads. Which ones did you like? Which ones did you hate? You can check it out on YouTube as well. Also, check out the movie trailers that are currently out, that the ones we saw giving a live reaction to. Like I said, as we go on, like I said, right now we're in the middle of February. And we're getting close to spring. You know, you got spring coming soon. And then movie season. Now we're starting to see movies coming out more and more like spring. There's some stay for April, some stay for March, some stay for May. So it's like we're starting to see theaters opening more and more. And of course, the state we live in, Illinois, soon later they're going to start really um, listening to the mask mandate. As now, apparently, cases have been dropping for the variant and like hospitalization as well. So that would do for this week's episode of Talking Pop Super Bowl. Add and trailer reviews for this year for 2022. Um, make sure to check out our backlog of episodes on Anchor, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, and other podcast outlets. So also check out our Facebook page at facebook.com slash talking pop. You can follow us on Twitter at pop talking, all one word. You can check out our merch store at spring.com. 
you check out our merch store in there. Also, we have a Patreon, guys. Uh, make sure you go to patreon.com slash talkpop on there as well if you want to support the podcast. Um, you can check out my weekly model building vlog. I started building models now. So you can go to youtube.com. Uh, look for, search for the franchise vlog. Um, you can check me out on Twitch at twitch.tv slash franchise685. I am the casual gamer. I am currently playing... Final Fantasy VII Remake Integrate on PlayStation 5. Um, you can follow me on socials at the franchise 85 And make sure to tune into next week's episode, which will get more pop news. As you know, as pop as new pop news is happening, we'll be there to talk about it. As always, geek on and take care. <laughs>